Welcome to today's episode of Life Kit Junior. I'm Lauren Ross. And I'm Haley Sitz. And today we're going to talk about how to take the best notes possible to succeed in school. We found that the most successful note-taking was Cornell notes. You take these notes by splitting your paper into a small column and a big column. In the small column, you write all the questions you expect to be on the test or anything informative you think is vital to know. In the big column, you take all your notes with titles and subtitles. By using titles and subtitles, you can break the information down into smaller sections for studying. This type of note-taking is my personal favorite because it helps me know exactly what I should be studying for a test. Any questions I have are already written down, so if I need to ask questions, I have them ready. To make the important information stand out even more, you can use a highlighter. I like to assign each color a purpose. For example, yellow is vocab words and green is previous information from quizzes. That way, when I'm studying, I know what exactly I'm studying. After doing some research on ThoughtCo.com, we found that colors are thought to influence our buying choices, our feelings, and even our memories. Because colors can influence our memories, we can use highlighters and colors to help remember and mark things that have importance. The most popular note-taking style is called the outline method. In this method, you use different types of indentations and bullet points to break down the information into smaller parts until it can't be broken down anymore. This method works well if you utilize all your time and work. What I mean by that is highlighting, going back and studying, and using different fonts or styles. Studying every day is very important. Even though some days you are tired and have just had enough for the day, if you study for even 10 minutes and review all main ideas and topics, your brain will remember what you are studying better. Today we have a special guest from Parma High School, Mrs. Ketterling, and she will be talking about her tiddly-winking experience and how it helped her to study. Okay, so back in the day when I was on the professional tiddly-winking circuit, I um, qualified for the state championship and it was going to be held at an arena in Caldwell, a tiddlywink arena in Caldwell and I'd never been there. So somebody drew out a map, this was before GPS, drew out a map on exactly how to get there. And this was actually the semifinals. I hadn't qualified for state yet. So as I'm on my way to the arena for the semifinals, I um, look at my map and I have to refer to my map every time there's a turn I got to okay do I turn left here do I, do I turn right here what happens when I get to the bridge am I going over the bridge no I'm turning left and I had to refer to my map every single time because I'd never been there I get to the arena I compete big surprise I win so now I'm in the championship round for the state it's held back at the same arena I'd been there once so I was kind of familiar with how to get there but I still had my map with me and I had to refer to it a couple of times when I got to the tricky spots, the part by the bridge, things like that. I got there, I won, I'm qualified for nationals now, won the state. It's at the same arena. This time, I only had to refer to my map one time because I'd already been there twice. I had to just refer to it one time when I got to that tricky spot on the bridge. I get there, I win, no big surprise. I'm a tiddlywinking phenomenon. And we now I'm qualified for the world championship. And since this is the best Tiddlywink arena in all of the land, we're going to have it in Caldwell again. This time, I didn't have to refer to my map one time because I'd been there so many times that now I knew how to get there. It applies to the same thing when you're studying. 
the information that you're trying to remember is in your brain. It's not that it's not there, it's that you don't know how to get to it. So the more times you go to where it's stored in your brain, the easier it's going to be for you to remember how to get there. So instead of just cramming the night before a test, go to the spot where it's stored in your brain several times, once a day. It doesn't have to be for a long period of time. Just go there and then you won't have to refer to the map to get there, you'll know how to get there from memory because you've been there so many times. Thank you, Mrs. Ketterling. If you feel that none of the previous note-taking styles will benefit you, then hopefully mapping will. The mapping method is a method that involves drawing pictures, charts, and diagrams. If you are more of a visual learner, then this is the one for you. You can study the style by redrawing the diagrams and filling in blanks or memorizing what's in each note. Lastly, we have the sentence method. The sentence method is targeted towards learning a lot of information at a fast pace. In this note-taking style, you jot down sentences about the main ideas. It is easy to study if you spend more time going back through and rereading each point. In the end, there are many ways to take notes. All you need to do is find the one that works best for you. You need to remember that your notes won't do you any good unless you study for them. So always make sure you're going back, looking through all your main points, and studying what you really need to know. That's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Come back next time.